Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name is Phil, mixing and mastering engineer with Vortis Sound Studios, and I am joined once again by... Hello, my name is Joe Sage, and I'm a producer and mix engineer at Nevis Audio. How are you doing, mate? I'm locked down once again. <laughs> um, long and short, I have to spend the next two weeks at home. Um, I mean, like, more at home than most people. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, my wife uh, met someone who then days later showed symptoms of the coronavirus so and has tested positive so we're at home <laughs> basically that's not ideal not really but there we are it's not materially going to change much we just can't go for a walk which is really sad because we love long walks in the countryside can you not even leave the house i don't think so I don't. Uh, this is not the time to be discussing. We did check the rules, and it was very confusing. Joe, how are you? <laughs> In the complete opposite, I've just come back from a little holiday. Oh, where? Um, to Costa del Leeds. Costa del Leeds. <laughs> As someone who grew up in Leeds, I've never heard it called Costa del Leeds. Three days of driving rain. Yep. But um, yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, ate my own body weight in food. Went Excellent. for breakfast every morning. Went on a boat ride. Ooh. It was great. I have to say it. I know we're not currently sponsored, but if Mammy Thai and Leeds want to sponsor us, their vegetable spring rolls are genuinely out of this world. I'll bear that in mind. Um, did you go to the Royal Armouries? No, but I did get the boat to just outside there. Oh, missing um, out. What about the Thackeray Medical Museum? Um, Such I mean, it, it was it was for my anniversary, so we tried to keep it borderline romantic. <laughs> if there's one museum in this world that is not romantic, it's the Thackeray Medical Museum. <laughs> Loads of like amputation devices from the Victorian yeah. era. I mean, horses for courses, but um, personally, I think it's a no. <laughs> it's a no from you. Fair enough. <laughs> Bear that in mind, uh, Joe. What are we talking about this week? So this week we are talking about something that was inspired by a socially distant party I went to recently. Ooh. So um, my girlfriend's niece had a birthday party. She's mm -hmm. 11. Bouncy castle, finger food, Quality. All, all the standards. Um, but it was TikTok themed. Oh. Which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it is a thing amongst the youth. What is a TikTok theme? I know what TikTok is, but what? I, ev everything was TikTok. So like the bouncy castle was TikTok. Oh. The cakes were all TikTok. Uh, there was a TikTok frame that you had to have a photo in. I had to crouch to get even in the frame because I'm a <laughs> foot and a half taller than anyone else in their family. <laughs> yeah. So that's besides the point. TikTok is a big thing. Mm. And I feel like it's one of the big things that we've not really discussed such an articulate sentence mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah um tiktok is i mean if you don't know what it is because there is a potential chance that some people don't long and short it started off for sure as a place where people danced and mimed along to music Basically, that's what it started off as. And it's slowly morphing into something a bit more like Instagram, but it's all about video, is how I would describe it. Yeah, so as part of our research, because me and Phil are both grown men, so we don't use TikTok. Um... Say that. <laughs> I do have an account. You have an account? Yes. 
Oh wow! I I want I wanted to see what it was like, but th- sorry, I've distracted <laughs> you. Carry on. No, that's fine. Is that it formed from an app called Musically, mm-hmm. which was I think it kind of like you said started with the whole lip syncing yeah, thing. It did, and then it's now kind of you know morphed into its own beast, really. But it's kind of yeah, short videos that tends to give rises to viral trends. Mm. So it might be easy to kind of think of, you know, it is something quite trivial and something that doesn't really relate to music. But I raise you these two points. It has given rise to two very prominent songs that we're going to get a lot of stick because they're not like in cool genres. (laughs) But um, Old Town Road, which if you go on Spotify alone as we're recording this, has one billion streams pretty big and dance monkey which has nearly two billion and i think was a uk number one i wouldn't know but both of the managements of those artists piled on praise for tiktok Mm. they said it was it was one of the key parts to their marketing strategy exactly so it's certainly worth thinking about for sure i think if you disregard it out of hand you're potentially disregarding a big area for growth in the music industry so i mean you can sit here and listen to us describe what it's like but you can go and without making an account you can see some tiktok videos um if you get the app you it will just immediately start showing you trending videos so you can see what it's like because i think it's worth actually going and seeing it if nothing else yeah it's its own beast really i feel like as soon as you get in it you'll get a better grasp of it i don't really think there's an effective way of us describing it um it's very consuming like it seems to just be one of them black holes of spare time that people seem to end up on it for hours at a time but the one thing i want to address first and i know a lot of people will be thinking this when i say tiktok is people say oh well tiktok's gonna be going away because of the whole trump and america and china thing So I was thinking about this because when I was informed that my girlfriend's niece's party was a TikTok-related party, I did think in 20 years' time that would be a really odd thing to think about because it would be a year devastated by a virus that came out of China (laughs) with a birthday party around an app that caused quite a lot of controversy because it gives information to the Chinese government, allegedly. Apparently. It's, It's a weird concept. But a great time was had by all, so I'm not going to comment on that. (laughs) But anyway, there's currently a bit of controversy because Donald Trump said that he wants to ban TikTok in America, and they said that could have an effect on general Western regions, so the Europe, Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada, etc. As of, I think, a few days ago, Microsoft have put a bid in to buy the company, and I think a few other brands are so i don't think it's gonna go anywhere yeah i think someone's gonna pull the trigger on that there seems to be a lot of interest from a lot of big parties a not wishing to be political at all but a western company will probably buy it Mm. i think it's, it's fair to say and if they don't and if it does somehow end up banned in america then i imagine a copycat will appear very quickly that'll basically be the same thing but under a different name. So ignore it at your peril, I would say, because it's it's a space, it's a social media app that is growing very quickly. And the current user base is incredibly young. 
Um, it's fair to say it's younger than us um, on the whole. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was thinking about this and I went, well, a lot of people that I work with do like classic rock type music, which might not necessarily be the obvious audience. But I would raise you that if it becomes a mainstream so- social media source like Facebook, Facebook very much started off as the young and then everyone kind of got on board. So the same thing may well happen. Yeah, I think you can go back to any period of time and find someone in a position of knowledge and influence say, oh, well, Instagram will never catch on. That's just who would want to look at someone's awful pictures? (laughs) Q now, arguably the biggest social media platform in the West. So you don't want to be that person that thought, oh, well, if only I'd got in on this sooner. There's... There's an element of arguably you're a little bit too late already to kind of be one of the first pioneers of it. But the longer you leave it, the more difficult it is to to get in on it. Yeah. I mean, I I sort of counter that. I think it depends on what genre you're in. Mm. So if you are a, I'm going to use a catch-all phrase, pop. <laughs> if you are currently a charting style artist or band, then Joe's comment may make sense. That is a little bit late because a lot of that kind of music is already swirling about on there. But if you are more of a rock type band, very catch all again, there are going to be, I, I know for a fact, there are much less of those kinds of artists and that kind of music around on the app. So if you get in there now, you're going to be one of the earlier adopters in your genre. Yeah. So. There's been a few interesting moves that TikTok have made recently, especially with their acquisitions, similar to the way that if you look at Spotify and you look at any really big social media platform, it's really interesting to look at what they're trying to integrate or what companies they're acquiring. So TikTok recently has just integrated a music distribution company Mm. into TikTok. So that means you'll be able to directly go from someone's TikTok to streaming platforms or directly buy their music. And I think that could be a huge pull for bringing a lot more artists into the platform if they see it as a way of monetizing their music. Absolutely. That is really worth sort of getting in on um, as it appears, as it were. There's also, on other things... There's currently a beta going around where they've integrated a merchandising company and it's the quickest growing merchandising company in the US. So we've talked about before different ways of monetizing your music or your brand as a musician. One of the difficulties is the friction between trying to convert people who like your music into paying customers. I think this is a great way of having a really really limited friction pathway from someone discovering your music to buying your merch and then ultimately probably posting it and it kind of beginning this cyclical process of growth and people buying your merch yeah i think when it comes to this app um, especially if you're very new to it or you don't necessarily know how to use it I would say there are two ways as an artist that you can approach TikTok and it is worth doing both. The first way and the more 
obvious way i'm gonna say is that there are ways to get your music onto tiktok so when you make a video um you can select a song to go on the video that plays in the background you know people sing along and dance along and all sorts of things so if you can get your music into that system that is really worth thinking about um i did a very quick search and i found tunecore are offering that but i can only imagine that every sort of music dis- distributor online will be offering that before very long if not already yeah and i think that's the really interesting thing about the whole adding music distribution to tiktok is there's an element to they want to improve user experience Mm. but they also want to make a profit so if they're wanting to take a percentage of uh say streaming or especially as we were discussing merch they're gonna push your potential fans and potential buyers to go do that because Mm. they get something from it. It's not this thing of like, oh, well, you know, here's the merch thing and it's an added button that you can figure out how to do. They're going to encourage people to do it because they make a margin on it as well. That's where I think the interesting development could be. Not to mention that I think the CEO for the American side of it has recently talked when they announced this whole music distribution integration, that they're really wanting to push the music side. They want to be the app that that breaks loads of new artists because it is cyclical. It will mean that it will drive more people to the app, which means it will drive more musicians to the app and they'll ultimately make more revenue. It just goes round and round and round. So the quicker you can get on that train, I think the more effective it will be. And... It works in a very similar way. Um, sorry, I'm speaking to the, the new people, as it were, to Instagram in that it's based around hashtags and the way you hashtag your video will um, make it appear in different people's feeds. And people obviously search for hashtags as well and find certain videos. Now, depending on what genre you are as a, an artist or as a band will affect whether, as we were saying, it's quote unquote too late or not. Um, I will say a few months ago when I got my uh, TikTok account, which will not be named because I'm not sure about using TikTok myself, but I'm going to work it out. Um, In time, I will probably let you know. I did searches for the kinds of music that I I work with and the kinds of bands that I I enjoy. Um, So I was looking around trying to find that kind of thing and searching around kind of rock music and metal music and all that kind of thing. There were surprisingly few posts so if you can get yourself in there now, and I'm, I'm going to say now rather than in a few months' time because you never know how quickly these things grow, you are going to more likely to gain more followers and get a kind of get a leg up on everyone else who comes in later. Yeah, and I want to stress something as well that I'm not saying if you're in a pop genre or one of the ones that's currently popular on TikTok that you, you should avoid. It's not going to be a race you're going to win. I'm just going to say that you've got more work to do. It's definitely still worth doing it. You're better off doing it now than putting it off even later. Better late than never, I think, is probably the key phrase to use there. But I think it's really interesting to draw the comparison between Instagram and TikTok because the way that Instagram works, if you think about it from a developer point of view, is they want to keep people within the app. So they're driving people to follow your page and you know like more pictures and stay within instagram 
the interesting thing about the whole merch and the music distribution integration is if that's what TikTok is driving people towards, then I think that's a great opportunity for musicians to monetize their music. Like TikTok aren't saying, oh, just grow our brand and keep people on the app. They're saying that, that's part of it, but they're also saying, well, here's a way of you making money and then we can make a little bit of money on the side as well. It's a really interesting thing that I don't think any other app is doing at the moment. I think Facebook arguably to a point are trying to integrate like selling features, but Facebook's got very diluted, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, but I think all you have to do is look at the Facebook advertising algorithm and it costs more to send people away from the yeah. app whereas i think if tiktok tries to keep keep people within it and i can foresee a time in the future when they have their own streaming service within tiktok i i think that's a train that everyone really needs to be on so as part of my research i found a case study that you don't know about phil oh no i don't and i don't I don't have the first clue about this kind of music. This is both of us very much out of our depth. I, I Hang on, I don't know. I might not be out of my depth. But are you into the Blackpool grime scene? I've never heard of the Blackpool grime scene. My case exactly. Right. <laughs> so there is an artist called Millie B. And she, this might be, you know, very obvious to other people because the it went viral. Um it's like a big story now. But she did a what they refer to in the grime scene as a diss track um, towards a fellow artist called Sophie Aspin. And it, to be honest, is done on clearly a home studio budget. And it's filmed on a, you know, affordable camera outside of Costco. And it's, you know, kind of like cookie cutter beats and the diss track over the top. But since that has gone out, an American has done a dance to it. Do you want to guess how many views that song is now currently on? Um, a few million? A quarter of a billion. Wow. Okay. That's quite a lot. <laughs> so, this, so this is the point I'm trying to make, that all you really need is the right place, right time, and... Mm. There's an to an extent, yes, it's a lottery, but there are definitely things you can do to buy more lottery tickets in this lottery. But if you suss it, the room for growth is insane. And I'm not saying that, you know, quarter of a billion with all those videos combined. This is the original video is on a quarter of a billion. Can you imagine how many other videos have stemmed from that now yeah. and what the cumulative amount would be. That's crazy. Could you imagine that for like any other app? Not really. Not at this time. Maybe like years ago on a few of them, but... Hmm. A quarter of a billion. Quite a lot. And I mean, this is in, <laughs> in the space of about two weeks. Wow, okay. Since you put it that way. Yeah. I mean, the... The, the obvious rebuttal that some people will be thinking, and I, I know they will be because I can I can sort of imagine it, is you're going, well, that's that's great for various artists of the Blackpool grime scene, but <laughs> my music isn't very 
danceable. Mm. So I, I could imagine a lot of bands that I, I, I would work with, they go, well, well, no, people can't dance to our music because it's just not that kind of music. I would say try TikTok anyway, because as more people come on it, different people will find different ways to use it. So Instagram very much started out a certain way with lots of landscapes and people taking photos of food and various things like that. But it has morphed and people have found different ways to use it. And I think exactly the same way as different kind of subcultures and and people who like different kinds of music will go on to TikTok. They'll find their own way to use it. Yeah. And the thing I would also say as well is if you're listening to this and you're interested in the whole TikTok thing, look up that Millie B case study. Because I don't think, if you played me that song a year ago and said, this is going to be a quarter of a billion plus and growing viral smash, I I don't think I'd have agreed with you. It doesn't really fit into the uh, examples we gave before of like Old Town Road and Dance Monkey, which are these big pop productions. I think if, if that can become a huge viral smash, I honestly think anything can. Um, Game on. And again, I know I keep on hammering on about this whole merch thing, but we keep on talking about and we keep on getting questions about monetizing music. If there was a situation where, say, for example, with this Millie B thing, there's a quarter of a billion views on it. If there was a swipe up link to buy some merch. Dang. (laughs) Could you imagine the sales it would do? Pretty good. And I know everyone's going to say, well, you're not going to get a quarter of a billion people buying stuff no but imagine if you only got a tiny percentage of a quarter of a billion people buying a what 20 dollar t-shirt because let's be honest some people will like as a percentage it's 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 unreal you know some people's reaches a few thousand people they'll be really thrilled with that imagine if your audience that you get to advertise to that you get to stand up in front of a quarter of a billion people and go anyone want to buy a t-shirt for this thing you're all here for <laughs> it would yeah the potential is unreal joe, I, I gotta say for anyone listening joe is looking so passionate about this right now it's i've never seen joe quite look so quite so passionate about anything as this i just find it really fascinating i don't know whether it's because i feel like a real outsider to it all yeah that's, that's probably right actually I, I think i also feel like an outsider I want to wind back quite a bit because I said there were two ways for artists and bands to use uh, TikTok. Oh, I said Instagram then. Certainly one of them is get your music on the system. The second one is get a band account <laughs> and start using it as a band. I think the success levels of this depend on your personality. So TikTok very much depends on viral videos and certain people doing certain trends like certain dances and things like that Uh, it's not all dances by the way there are just some funny videos on there as well and if you're the kind of band who are quite jokey quite light-hearted maybe you're into the meme culture i think you will love tiktok you'll find a way to use it very quickly if you're not that kind of personality band personality band sure if you're not that kind of personality band then i would suggest still find a different way to use it because you will find your audience on there Yeah, I think that's a really key thing. Be original, be yourselves, and the right audience will find you. Imagine the first person that did a dance on TikTok. I imagine they were kind of like, well, well, you know, no one else is doing this. Now that's the basis for it. 
Like if you can find some edge that makes you stand out from everyone else, then I think it's a really great way to grow. But it, it's one of them things that it's it's a really interesting topic because it feels like the potential is a little bit unlimited and really unknown. There's an element to Facebook and Instagram where you go, well, if you want to be successful at these things, you need to do this, that, and the other. And there's very little room for innovation and the barrier to entry is extremely high. Mm. Whereas I feel like with TikTok, there's there's so much new about it and so much unfounded potential that if you caught the right wave, the barrier to entry is much lower than the other apps. Yeah. Um, a very practical note that I would say, if you have a look at some TikToks before you get an account and you go, my goodness, some of these look really well edited and really well made... I can guarantee that they are all made on a phone with the editing system on TikTok because TikTok has its own sort of video editing system where you can put filters on it and various things uh, which are very good and very fun to use. I have my undisclosed TikTok account, so I have used the editor and I can tell you it's incredibly user-friendly and it's not hard to use at all, um, especially as, you know, teenagers can use it, so you can too. So this week's Band of the Week is A Joker Among Thieves, which are a three-piece band from South Yorkshire, um, the best county in the world. Mm. <laughs> so I'm no good with genres, frankly. I'm going to say they're hard rock, but you can judge it for yourself. So this is their new single that came out on the 13th of September, mastered by Yours Truly, and it's called Stomp On My Heart. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Wide open